Welcome to another More Than Walking video podcast discussion. We seek to encourage dialogue on a variety of topics with the unique perspectives of people with spinal cord injuries and other disabilities. Our goal for these conversations is to make us think critically and for us all to leave with a newfound sense of belonging in a world where we have more things in common than we do different. Tonight's topic is dun da 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 Super Adaptables, and I'm your host, Corey Feasley. I'm a C4, C5 quadriplegic here in the state of Connecticut. And I wanted to take time to also thank everybody um, that is a part of our podcast. And before we go any further, I'd like for everybody just to take the time and um, introduce yourselves, where you're coming from, and your level of injury. I'm Sandy. I live in South Florida. I am a quadriplegic, C4, C5. I got into a car accident in 2015, so about nine, 10 years ago. I just recently have some good news. I just recently graduated this year in psychology. And I also, this tomorrow, I graduate from my local college with the professional certified coaching. Excellent. Um, yeah. Congratulations. Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. So I'm excited about that. So party tonight. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. That's wonderful news to hear. So I know who to call when uh, my kids, um, Sam acting crazy. I'll call you as my personal psychologist. Hey, y'all. Uh, John Sigworth, C7 Complete Quad from Connecticut. Glad to see everyone here. Awesome. Hello, I'm Harley. I'm a C7 Incomplete Quadriplegic uh, from Paris, Texas. And I had my diving accident on my 19th birthday back in 1994. <laughs> Excellent. Happy to have you back on board with us. And tonight we're going to have a lot of fun. You know, it's the end of the year, holiday season, and we thought that it'd be just appropriate just to kind of let loose a little bit tonight and, um, you know, explain away this this thing about super adaptable. So the superhero genre or comic books have captivated audiences all across the globe. Characters like Superman and Captain America are household names whose physiques exhibit great strength, but others such as Daredevil, who is blind, and Professor X, who uses a wheelchair, are also heroic with disabilities, still get the job done. Art imitates life, and in many cases, the comics reflect real-life situations because some superheroes acquired their powers after freak accidents, very similar to us. Our disability community is filled with individuals who have adapted to obtain new abilities since their injuries occurred. One might even call us super-adaptables. Our disability is our greatest strength. It has given us a supervision to see the issues facing humanity from a different perspective and the grit to fight back against all odds. So, you know, a few um, podcasts um, ago, we had talked about um, being in the media. We talked about, you know, several other issues and we talked about being super adaptable. And that's kind of what we are. You have like the Avengers, you have... Um, the Justice League, all these different type of groups, but a league of superheroes with disabilities are also just as uh, strong and intellectually adapt. And um, we may not move with super speed, albeit I think my wheelchair is pretty fast, um, but our minds operate that way, right? We have to be quick on our feet when we're thinking, when we talk to a caregiver, when we are navigating through a mall or a department store with the clothing racks that always seem too close. Um, you got to know how to get around these things, right? Um, and that's what makes us super. That's what makes us adaptable because the environment that is um, 
set before us, though we were on our feet at one point, we have to um, evolve um, and we have to kind of get with the times and as they progress, right? So that leads me to question one, uh, which happens to talk about Charles Darwin. And he spoke about survival of the fittest regarding natural selection. Most comic book heroes and villains display peak physical readiness, though that isn't the only ingredient for longevity in real life. Adapting our surroundings to fit our needs as we age and progress is equally important. As an adaptable, what would your ideal super hideout look like? How would you retrofit it to suit your needs? And would you have a special vehicle like the Batmobile? And how would you design it? And Harley, I'll let you take that question. I think for me, my uh, perfect uh, hideout would be pretty much like a Hobbit house down in the Shire. I've always, ever since I saw uh, the Hobbit for the first time, I've even before my accident, I've always loved those houses because you don't know it's there until you find the door. Right. It's already kind of hidden. And I love the round doorways. I love how it's just, you know, a lot of, not a lot of sharp edges, you know, it's just, it's flowing, it's open floor plan, and it's out in the middle of nowhere. Mm, it's that's... already adapted. I mean, it's already one floor because anybody that's watched the, uh, Lord of the Rings series, The Hobbits from uh, way back in like the 70s, 80s, the cartoons, they always show them as an open floor plan, single story, and very easy to, to get in and out. You know, that's that's pretty cool that you mentioned that because that that's one of my personal favorite um, movies. And when you when you think about it, like it is, it's a huge round door to get in and everything is on the first floor, albeit they got some stairs going around like the different Hobbitsville and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, you can't get down the hill and stuff like that. And just as a sidebar, recently I watched on YouTube um, like world's craziest or wackiest um, hotels. And I want to say it is in Australia and they have recreated the Hobbits. Um, they recreated the Shire. You can actually stay there, um, you know, so like we brought that out, I was just like, oh my gosh, like I just saw something revolving around that. And, and so that's pretty cool. So if you ever make it there or look it up, that would definitely be a cool spot of vacation. Now you spoke about, um, you know, Hobbitsville and, and um, you know, it's already open floor plan, which is cool. Now, like, would you really go old school? Would you do like a handicap accessible wagon? Like how Gandalf picks up um, Bilbo, baggins and they, and they go on an adventure like how would you retrofit your vehicle actually the vehicle i thought would be really cool is yeah it's like a wagon but the old roman chariots mm. they already have that open space for a chair they already have that rounded front and uh, i've seen like those uh smart cars or whatever where you have the drop down back yeah so all you need is like a little button around the front of the chariot and just drop that you know ramp down the back and be kind of like night rider where the you know you can just drive your chair up into the chariot as it's going yeah, yeah you know you're talking about real horsepower right there yeah like literal horsepower <laughs> that's pretty good there's actually a motorcycle like that where it drops down in the back and yes. you pull up and you can drive it like that. So that that's yes, pretty cool. I've so. seen that one. So yeah, but something like that, you know, I think it would be really cool. I think that's pretty awesome. Sandy, how about um yourself? Uh what would your super hideout uh look like? I don't think mine would be too much of a hideout. I like a lot of light. So it'd probably be like close to the beach somewhere. 
like a glass house type smart house thing going mm. where the windows and every there's like a lot of big windows where you could see outside you could see the open view where the ocean is and high ceilings with openings so you could see the moon and stars at night something like that really dope so you're like now you know this wasn't a, a question but it makes me think about when you talk about being out in the open right because often times what do superheroes have they have like you know a secret alias um and and they don't necessarily want people to know that they are the hero but with a glass um house and being out and open would you hide your identity or um or you, would you just be like you know this is i think i'd be like um, iron man i wouldn't need to i want everybody to know i'm the main i'm one of those cocky people i want everybody to know i got it like that because technology right now is like really mind-blowing yeah. i think this house if it was a smart house, it would provide some type of privacy. I recently seen a restroom where it's a completely glass, but like when you close the door, like shades into like a um it closes the it closes the 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 the, the access of being able to see. Like you can you when you're inside you can see out, but when you're outside you can't see in. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um so like in in my house, like when you talk about like a a smart house um i have some i have an ecu or environmental control unit and i nicknamed it jarvis um just like in the first iron man um he had jarvis before he ended up um, becoming vision and it has a british accent so when i like say its name it. I'm like jarvis is just like yes yeah and i'm like, I love uh, and I'm like uh i it's like, like my no, theory. I, yeah, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like that. Um, and you know, it turns on the lights, opens up the doors. You know what I mean? So I feel like the the real life uh, Tony Stark. So it's cool that you mentioned it. What type of um special vehicle would you have? Um, I love Hummers. I think if I ever start driving again for for I want one of those military grade Hummers that can even go underwater and is huge and spacious and cool. Oh, I love it. That's cool. Like the like you like the new EV Hummer. There's these new Hummers they got. It's like out of this world. They're not so as big as the regular Hummers. Right. They look like the 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 Humvee things, but they're like super. Some of them even fly. Wow, no, that's cool. I know they have flying cars down here in Florida. On Veterans Day, when I went to the beach, they had like this whole display of all these alien-looking things in the air, and I'm like, that's a car right there. That one over there is definitely yeah. a car. Like they have. All this new technology, it's like amazing. We live in Jetson's era for real now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely true. I always think I'm just like, how are they gonna how are they gonna monitor people flying? Like, you know, if if we could, you know, get to that place, or if we do, uh, how are they gonna monitor uh, people when they're in the air like that? But that's a topic uh, for um, an, another day. Uh, John, how about yourself? What would your super um, hideout look like? Okay, so. My super hideout is, I think, on the, on the so it's on top of a mountain, mm. uh, on near like a mountain cliff. So like you can look out over and like see the valley below, the cities below. Um, but on the outside, it's kind of like looks like a rustic uh, cabin. On the inside, everything is everything is smart and and automated. Um, so kind of kind of like I'm, I'm combining Harley and Sandy's concepts but building them into uh, a cabin on the mountain. Maybe think uh, of time. Have you ever seen that movie, Time Travel? That time travel where the, he goes all the way into the future and they're like primitive again. 
and they're living on the side of the mountains in these houses. It's really cool. It makes me think of science. That that sounds exactly what I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, but the but the catch is that there's a there's a personal tram, like a high speed tram that takes me down from the mountain down to the valley below. So uh, there's kind of built in connection to the rest of civilization that is uh, not dependent on something keeping it hovering in the air. There's a physical connection <laughs> to a very thick and sturdy cable. <laughs> so, oh, so it wouldn't be on like the ground. Would it be on the ground or would it be like? I don't know. The house is on a mountain. The tram, there, there's a tram connection. Is on. Okay. Yeah, it's you, my personal tram. It sounds like you're describing the trams that uh, like down in, I believe it's Palm Springs. Yes, exactly. Uh, where you go, or uh, yeah, I think it's Palm Springs, where you have the yep. restaurants up on the hill and then mm -hmm. you take the tram to get there. You got it. I. It's one of my favorite places. I haven't been um, there in years. Oh. Yeah, but it's so fun. Yes, so love that place. That's pretty cool. And I gotta look into that. See what that looks like. That that'd be cool. No, and, well, and it's accessible and really yeah. mm -hmm. okay, nice. Well, me personally, my personal hideout would Oh, but wait. Oh sorry. I apologize. I didn't say my vehicle. See, I thought the tram was the vehicle, so the tram is part of the house. Oh wow. Okay. It's, it's the connection to the get in and out of the house. Because it's yeah, on the yeah, side yeah. of the cliff. Yeah, this is true. My personal vehicle is an attachable motorcycle. Mm -hmm that just kind of wraps around my wheelchair and I can go anywhere. Yeah, uh, let, I'll steal from Sandy. It's it's land, sea, and air uh, yeah. attachable motorcycle that just kind of connects to my chair. Maybe if you've seen... Inspector mm, Gadget. Yeah, yeah something like that. That'd be cool. Like, like you know, you gotta break out the unicycle, though. <laughs> yeah, it's my, it's my attachable supersonic unicycle. You got it. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah, I... I just want, I want mine to be like, I don't know, you can't see it, but like underneath, like something pops up almost like the uh, back cave and then you just go underground. But there's like stories underground, like it's like three, three stories underground. And I just kind of like that look. I, again, I was on YouTube watching like, you know, strange super houses and whatnot. And there's this house, at, uh, I think it's somewhere in um, Europe, but it's like like three or four stories down um and it's all reinforced and you know so it's kind of like a mixture of like building just something into the earth that um is sustainable you know thermal insulated you know trying to be environmentally friendly to some degree um and have you ever heard of the underground city in canada it's not in canada I, i've heard of some underground cities in some other places but not the one in canada it's elaborate like hundreds of feet down with foot it has a whole full mall. There's people that don't even come up for air for years. You should look it up on YouTube. It's wonderful. See, the things think... that they built underneath the ground over there is like, it's masterful. Yeah, I and I think that's really cool is, you know, it's like, why not? And, and instead of, um, I mean, you know, you still got to clear land, but, you know, at the same token, you can like build over it, but still have access uh, to it. So I think things like that are, are, are pretty neat. Um, as far as my vehicle, kind of like what John said, except like the chair just does, I can change it into whatever I need it to be. That way I don't have to worry about transferring. I don't have to um, get somebody to pick me up and move me from, you know, one seat to the next. I, I push a button, whatever car I want it to be. It just all kind of forms around me, much like a transformer, um, you know, because I'm really into uh 
robotic stuff like that. I think those things are pretty cool. What do you think about the exoskeleton outfits that they got going on right now? No, I think that is so dope because I think it's in the movie Avatar. I think the guy, the gentleman, Mm -hmm, like in there, he's like in a wheelchair, but then like he Mm -hmm, goes mm -hmm. into the, you know what I mean? Like those things, and they're happening around us. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, now the exoskeleton is pretty cool. A friend of mine, I seen him like demoing one. Uh, yeah, before he's a paraplegic um, and it looks cool so it's like imagine if you could get into a suit like that like much like Iron Man and exactly. it gets you up moving and stuff like it oh gosh makes me think of um, Robocop remember back in the day well, I, I was just have, just I watching Robocop last it. week I, it, I, I know they have the updated version but I'm talking about like back in the day when he got into that car that accident with whatever got going on and then they transferred his Basically, it was just a brain. Yeah, brain, a couple body parts. Yeah, I'm definitely down for that. Yeah, see, I, I love that we we're from that generation, like the old school Robocop, not the not the Robocop with the black suit, the silver old school Robocop with the with the Taurus. <laughs> I haven't seen the newer Taurus. version because I was I'm scared to watch it because I don't want to tarnish my the passion that I have for the original. So it's good for, though. I'm not gonna lie, it, it is good though. Murphy. Right, uh, <laughs> you're a product of OCP, but yeah, now that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so I like everybody's um rendition of, of their, their their layer, their, their layout, you know, very creative. Um, and the I think the nice thing about it in a world that we're looking to make changes that some of the things that we're speaking about, um, are kind of almost not almost there, but they're but they're they are here in, in many ways. The, the underground bunkers, the high-speed uh, trams, um, buildings that are see-through, and even um, just retrofitting lands to uh, look like uh, characters and places and settings uh, from storybooks. They're there, but making them more um, environmentally friendly. They're, they're making them more accessible. Um, I, I was watching... Last night, before I move on to uh, question two, uh, about this um, place, I can't re- remember where it's located at, but it's about Noah's Ark, and they actually built like the Ark according to the Bible, like to see what it would look like, and it's massive, 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 massive. But it it's very much um, accessible as well, the way that they designed it. So you know that would be another little uh, field trip or, or so if. Uh, you guys are interested in looking into it and, and seeing about it. Um, it's just cool, like just the different ideas that people are, are trying to implement as we um, look for the world to become more accessible, right? So moving on to question two, uh, which is going to be pretty cool, and I can't wait to hear what you guys come up with. But describe yourself as an adaptable, right? What would your name be? What type of abilities would you have? And take the following scenario into consideration. A meteor has crashed into the earth. You've managed to to destroy most of it, but the aftermath has claimed countless lives and leveled many cities. Using your superpowers, how would you help to rebuild society differently? So, John, I'll let you take that first. Okay, so am I answering this question first, or am I I doing the, the description? Are you splitting this into two parts? Yeah, I want you to describe yourself as a superhero, um, and then I want you to break down uh, your example 
of like what like as you're describing it kind of like an example uh, that we have below okay all right so um so that's another question then i'll write a description uh that will have the ai generator yeah. come with it and how many how many shots do we have at at modifying our description before we have uh, to stick with it um let's go with let's go with two um okay just we for a second shot let's go with two yeah right all right so and uh, not to interrupt you john real quick if you guys uh don't know if you didn't uh, catch some of the questions in describing this we're actually going to show you a picture of what you possibly will look like as an adaptable superhero and, and as an example so when we were coming up with this corey wrote uh, an african-american male in a hypersonic speeding power wheelchair is blasting evildoers with his large boombox and i believe we have the picture there yeah. it is there i am <laughs> yeah. so and that's pretty much how i look you... in real life just minus yeah. the afro i'm i'm not going to show you what my first attempt looked like that's why i was asking Corey how many chances we got at this um, <laughs> that's a dope picture yeah, when it came up, I was like, oh my gosh, that kind of looks like me, especially when I go into the studio. Yeah. Okay, so so my, well, let me get to the name last. Um, my abilities, what abilities would I have? I would definitely have the ability to um, freeze time, possibly mm -hmm. go back in time and go into the future. I think time travel is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, but my if that's favorite. too, like, I, I think I, I think I time travel, like that takes a lot of energy, like it, like it, injures me somehow um but freezing time i think is really useful because i think my biggest disability is i'm always late to things <laughs> or a, a lot later than i should be so i would love to never be late again um so i definitely like to freeze time and possibly time travel uh so using my superpowers and i guess my name would be uh i don't know what should my name be people if i can freeze time um the time keeper the time keeper Call you yeah, pause. Pause. I, don't know. I like I like timekeeper. I like timekeeper. Keeps that I'm always on time. <laughs> yeah, you are always. Uh oh, that's your little catchphrase right there. Yeah, I'm always on time. But also, mm -hmm. I'm making sure everyone else is on time too. So I'm like laying down, laying down justice with my timekeeping. Okay, so using my superpowers, how would I help to rebuild society differently? Um, I would help make sure that that everything is in place at the right time. Mm. Uh, to be rebuilt quickly and efficiently with as few mistakes as possible. So I would mm. I would just you know be be in the background as, as people are building, um, just trying trying to facilitate it uh, so we don't waste time and, and things can get back up and running quickly. And if possible, going back in time and preventing you know the worst worst things from happening and helping guide how we're building, having some foresight into the future. Would you? This is just a real quick question. Would you go back in time and change your disability? No, because I, um, what happened was I was running late to a very important meeting. Right. When I, when I had, when I fell off, when I fell off a cliff mm. and it was in that, it was in that moment, um, that near death experience that I gained this kind of out of body out of time computer um, perspective Stop. that's that's where i gained my my superpower of being able to freeze time so well, okay absolutely, absolutely not i yeah. like your narrative i was never never you, late again what did you need discernment as well since there's different outcomes for so many different things if you do change and construct time 
you would need the ability to be able to have some type of sense of discernment to know when and why. Because I don't think I would be able to go into the future, but I think I would have like a good sense of the future. Like I would have uh, like a sense of what would be happening. You'd have premonitions. Yeah, yeah, premonitions. That's cool though. So I'm the I'm the timekeeper. Okay, so um, all right. So I'm I'm gonna make one attempt to describe me, and then I'm gonna ask your guys' help um, to see how uh, it can be modified <laughs> to make it better. Uh, let me see how can I make this bigger. I guess that's it. All right. So so I am. Uh, this is the problem. I am a I'm a dashing young white man with short brown hair holding a clock. Um. I want I want to be freezing time. So like, but do you, are uh, you holding like a clock or or like um? Old school I am clock. The, uh, I am the clock. Old stopwatch. Yeah, about to say old school stopwatch. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a pocket watch. watch. There, it's a pocket watch. A, a chain pocket watch. You got it. Yeah. Dashing young white man with short brown hair holding a pocket watch. Okay. Uh, can you put it in a wheelchair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is in a wheel in a in a this is the tricky part in a sport in a sport wheelchair otherwise they just give you the ugly ugly wheelchair holding a pocket watch and freezing time around him okay so now i have to put it in the in an active set so a dashing young man with short brown hair in a sport wheelchair holds holds a pocket watch and freezes time okay you guys want to see what this looks like oh my god i'm frightened here we go oh the first one's Uh, pretty dope the, the chairs. Yes, the chair. The chair's not cool, and I'm not getting like the dramatic freedom. I like, I like the second one personally. Jared, it looks like you though. I, I got it, the dashing. The dashing adjective was key. Your chair is just, you know, it's a little primitive, but it's all right. Is that a highlight? No, I mean this. This is the closest one. The bottom right one. Like if there was the like ice, if there was like ice around your watch. Like it yeah, yeah. would have been would have been dope. Yeah, yeah. We got it. We got to get this. So, what do I add to this to make it dramatic? I definitely want uh dashing young a white man. Frozen pocket hair. watch. Or surrounded by ice. Holds a pocket watch and. I think you need to add to the young, um, the dashing young white man to put that you're you have some type of super ability. Right. Yeah. Super. So, uh, what happens if I just add superhero? Yeah. I think so. Oh no, no, no. with like I have sunglasses. They're like super like like superhero glasses because I can see into the future and past. Maybe. I don't know. You look kind of cool without the glasses though. Okay, well, think, let's let that I think we can hero. list things. You can't list things in there. A dashing young white man considered to be a superhero who wears who wears blah blah blah. Okay. I have to speed this with short brown hair. Uh in a in a modern Modern sport sportified wheelchair. I'm gonna make a racing wheelchair. It knows what a racing wheelchair looks like. <laughs> Holds a pocket watch uh, as he freezes. You gotta put uh, the timelines on. You need to put that you manipulate time somewhere. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. As he manipulates the galaxy. Yeah. As he manipulates the timeline of the galaxy. The the time space continuum. Oh Lord. There we go. That's my favorite thank genre you. of movies. Thank you. I think I'm about to watch like I don't oh, know I some movie around that time. Ah, you better Google it. <laughs> okay, you guys ready for attempt two? Here we go. Yeah. 
There okay. we oh, there go. go. Yes. Okay, this, now, this is what we want. Yes. Do you have like one leg in the first one though? Yeah, it looks like he's popping a wheelie though a little bit. Oh no, that's a big leg though. <laughs> <laughs> it could be just one, you know, it's both his legs together or something. Yeah. I like the background of the first one though. I like the bottom, the third one. Bottom left. Yeah, bottom left. That's I like that one. That's my favorite also. Bottom bottom left. Yes. Man, that face. Well, you said bottom, dashing, yeah, right? bottom left. Bottom left is definitely the definitely the best. I'm gonna go with the bottom left. I like how the time goes out. That's really cool. All right. All right. Let's go with All right. um so, Harley after you. Yeah. Here's the funniest thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. My uh <laughs> I believe I already have my superpower name, and that's because it's a nickname that I've given myself years ago, and that is Phoenix Rose. Nice. It's pretty that's, nice. That's that's my business name. Uh, my paranormal team. Uh, it's Phoenix Rose Paranormal. Uh, everything is based around Phoenix Rose, and uh, Rose has always been a nickname for me. Anyways, for years I was uh, nicknamed the Black Rose, and mm. I personally took it upon myself to call myself the Phoenix Rose because I rose from my ashes. I rose from near death when I had my accident. So I I always call myself Phoenix Rose, and I spell it. P-H-E-O-N-Y-X. And then Rose is R-H-O-S-E. And my superpower is what I feel is already things I, I do, but just kind of like expanded upon it. My superpower is knowledge and understanding, uh, you know, various languages is what I would love to do. I think it'd be great to have the knowledge of able to read 12 different languages uh, understand, you know, and being able to rebuild the city, I would be able to take what I do now. Uh, I'm an accessibility uh, advocate. So I help design sidewalks, cities, buildings. Uh, these are all things that I do currently. And so for me, I'm just kind of going along with what I already do. <laughs> no, that's that's pretty cool. I like, I want to make sure I got that spell P-H-E-O-N-Y-X. Yep. Phoenix Rose and Rose is R-O-S-E. R-H-O-S-E. H, okay, okay. I, I like it. That's pretty cool. Um, And then, you know, just speaking about like just the, I always like people that have those type of powers, almost like they can touch books, absorb the knowledge from the book um, and instantly like retain it indefinitely. You know what I mean? So to be able to speak multi, multi omni-language, I think that's yeah. a word that I learned um, with certain superheroes who have that ability to mimic and learn stuff like that. It's like omni-language or omnilingual. Oh. That's the word. One of my great ancestors, uh, Mary Queen of Scots, knew seven languages by the time she was 14. Wow. So that's my inspiration is the medieval kings and queens who knew anywhere between seven and 15 different languages, and they could write them, read them, or speak them. Uh, that is my inspiration. You know, it's like to be able to understand this vast array of knowledge through book speaking, you know, and yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. All right. So now describe yourself. I would be tanned. With long black. Oh, oh, let me make sure. John there you go. You got it spelled part. right. That's spelled correctly. Yeah. Okay. So a young woman. I don't know who's typing. <laughs> yeah, that's John right, typing. That. Okay. With long flowing black hair in a Victorian wheelchair. Old school. Yeah. I love steampunk. Um, 
surrounded with floating books and pages. Okay, let's see what happens. What's your action? Are you are you just sitting? Are Ooh, you uh, moving? With a outreached hand. Do you want it to be a... Yeah. Vic- sit in a Victorian uh, wheelchair. Steam, steampunk Victorian wheelchair? Well, let's just go with Victorian and see okay, what it generates Victorian wheelchair. First. Yeah, with an outreached hand. Uh, I with long going back. She's in a Victorian wheelchair. With her hand reaching out. And reaches out to surrounding floating books and pages. Yes. Uh, I'm actually just going to put a comma. And reaches out, surrounded by floating books and pages. Okay, here we go. Nice. Number three, bottom left. Bottom left? Yeah. Have you um ever heard of a um a superhero named Oracle? I have in passing, but I've never really researched her. So Oracle used to be Batgirl. Really? Yep. And what happened with Batgirl is she uh, was shot by the Joker and became paralyzed. So then she used her intellect and just computer hacking skills to be able to still contribute. And she's part of Birds of Prey, which is like Harley Quinn and several other things. Yeah. Uh, female superheroes. So that that's what you kind of remind me of, like with the books and the reading and the intellect and what have you. So um, unfortunately with DC Comics, they end up healing her, which was like a, a downside to those of us in the spinal cord injury because it's almost like, well, you can't contribute to being a superhero without having... Um, a disability, but nonetheless, um, it, it's pretty cool that uh, more and more, so many uh, superheroes and villains have some form of disability. Like there's such a plethora of superheroes that I came across that have something going on uh, with them, even down to like, you don't notice it, but like Hawkeye from the Avengers, he's actually uh, partially deaf. I think they said 80, 80% deaf. Um yeah. And then what's really cool is I learned about a superhero named uh, Silver Scorpion, who happens to be Muslim. He's from a fictitious Arabic country. And there were like some gangsters were uh, having a beef and they caused something that caused him to be a double leg amputee. And then through that event, um, he was working with this mysterious um, metal worker because he was so ashamed about being talked about and, and what have you, and disabilities in uh, that side of the world. You know, some people sometimes deal with them a little bit more uh, harsher than in our environment. But he became the protector of this special um, power to manipulate metal with his mind. And the way that this, pretty much like Magneto. What's cool about how this character was developed was they actually had a summit, um, like an ability summit, with kids from both America and Syria. And they met. This happened under President Obama's administration. And they came together, all these different kids, and designed that superhero. Wow. You know what I mean? So, you know, the imagery that we're creating, you know, somebody who is young and disabled um, and are struggling to navigate in this world, they can understand, too. Like, no, there are people that look like me, you know. Should I should I suggest something to the to the description? You should put yeah. something about her absorbing the knowledge from the books with her hands absorbing the the knowledge from the floating books. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, so and reaches out with her hands to absorb, to absorb knowledge from the swirling from the books and pages swirling around her. Yeah. Ooh, regenerate it. 
see if it gives you a better picture. It feels like hers is missing color. Swirling in a storm there you around go. her. Yeah. I feel like we need some movement in here. All right, here we go. See, and that's my half place. It's just a library. I'm I'm simple. <laughs> Put me in an old bookstore and I'm happy. Uh, some of my favorite books right now. Uh, I have oh, Ooh, that, that yeah, bottom but, left one. Yeah. yeah. That one. That's dope. That bottom left. Bottom left. Wow, this is an amazing program. Right on Canva. Oh, my God. That is epic. Thank you, Sandy. That's a pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah, I like that one. Okay. Sandy, you are the AI whisperer. <laughs> I, I play with AI all day. I do this one. This is incredible. I love playing with technology. Since I was a kid, I was a Toys R Us kid. And this is like the biggest Toys R Us come true. With all this AI stuff. Oh, my gosh. It's so fun. I haven't had to do a descriptive reading like this in a while. Uh, descriptive writing. So for me, it's like, wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Program. I write poems and stuff. So I used to be a lyricist. All right, Sandy. Sandy, okay, you're so up now. My, my name would be um, Tenacious Remedy. Like that. Remedy. I said if I ever had a daughter, I'd, I'd call her Remedy because R is my favorite letter. And my hood name is Tenacious because I don't stop until I see red. Um, and then my superpower would be basically, um, I guess, a healing of all kinds. Healer. You said what? Healing of all kinds. Okay. Um, I so guess. then I'll ask you that same question before you talk about rebuilding society with the about with the ability to heal. Did you get kind of like your power from your actual injury? I want, I think I want to believe mine was passed down because my grandmother is such a great inspiration within every obstacle that I've ever been through. Being that I don't even consider my paralysis being the hardest thing I've ever been through in my life. I know I spoke about losing a child to cancer yeah. um, back in the day. So that, going through that, being able to conquer that was one of the hardest things that I had to deal with. So I want to believe that my superpowers was passed down. Like I I come from a superhero family type of thing going oh, that's on. Cool. So that. even though I'm disabled, it's just part of, it's part of the obstacles of learning how to heal. And in mm. order to in order to be able to heal other people, you have to be able to conquer your own process of learning how to heal within yourself. Because you know how they say in order to help others, you need to learn how to be able to help yourself. Mm. So I guess that's where my disability would stem from, learning how to be able to heal regardless of, I feel like, a minor setback. Um, okay, so my description would go... Um, ebony quadriplegic, ebony toned quadriplegic woman, um, positioned. Let me see. I'm in my wheelchair and I'm able to heal people. I want to be like more telepathic. I want to be able to be more telepathic than anything, like telekinesis, all those mind power people type stuff. Like, what's that guy from um, X Men? Professor X. Yeah, more like a Professor X type of thing going on where he can mm -hmm. heal people through their minds. Um, so I guess I would have like some type of antenna to everybody. Let me see, Ebony, Tone, Quadruple. Those people with their minds. So maybe have your hand at your temple. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. how Professor X activates his telepathy. Oh, because I can't use my hands. I don't want to oh. depend on like my physical hands. I think Are I would your eyes have closed have or open? Eyes open. I would probably have to have some type of energy field coming off of me mm. 
and um, where are you and and who are you healing and from um, what right now we're dealing with a lot of mental illness in our society so it would probably be healing people to learn out a lot of law that's not what i would mean to say um I'm a psychology major and see how that works first um evidence on quadriplegic woman i open i like the eye thing i like eyes um I think eyes open heals the minds of troubled, of the troubled minds of a chaotic society. Mm. I don't know. I have been telling quadriplegic woman with eyes open heals the troubled minds of a chaotic. What what's the what what's the what, what's wow. the uh, what's the theme that we were doing again? What was the whole point? What, what so did we have in it's mind? It's about uh, the adaptable. So I know. No, I'm talking about like for this specific question. You said um, the scenario. Oh, like, say again. What was the scenario again for healing? Oh, like basically uh media or something destroys society. How would you rebuild it using the superpower? Would, since it's a traumatic experience, we would all need some type of um, peace mm. rally type thing going on. Um, in order to heal the world, we all need to be educated. So Harley got that covered. Um, Jonathan would probably change the time just in case, just enough so that we won't be that messed up by it. But we still need it so to bring unity. And then me, what would I do? If you changing the time and you're getting the knowledge to help him figure out how to change the time to the right time, I guess. You're, you're I therapeutic. Be so, I'll be some, some therapy, like some type of therapy. That's what I would get. We'd all be partying so, somewhere, doing something exciting. Sandy, um, where where are you doing this? Are you doing it in an office or are you like out in the war zone, like in, out in amongst the, the I'm, rubble? I'm, yeah, I'm hands on. I'm out in the field. Okay. Um, so I guess we would all be getting prepared for this meteorite, right? And no, it's already after destroyed. The it's yeah. already been destroyed. It, yeah, you we destroyed most of most of it, but we're trying to rebuild society. You know, in superhero movies, you know, it's like the taxpayer dollars have to like <laughs> fix all those buildings that are destroyed. It's like who's gonna pay for this? You know, so like how would you help to rebuild the society that we've just saved that um, is now broken? My favorite type of therapy would be music. So I guess I would use music in some type of way to... I was about to say, you leading into my... Frequencies. I would be tapping into some type of frequencies. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, that's why I was saying that I would need to have some type of magnetic field around or everywhere I would go. Once you get into that, that, that force field, you bring some type of peace to you. It's a special melody. Let me see... Ebony tone quadriplegic. So I have music floating around her. Ebony tone quadriplegic with um, um nice. electromagnetic um melody tunes dancing around her. I don't know. What did you say? Electromagnetic melodic field. with electro. Okay. Uh, Ebony tone quadriplegic woman with. I don't think you need to put the open eyes part. Okay, let's see with. With ebony tone quadriplegic woman, um that uses electromagnetic frequencies to heal to heal well you, already, well you already got to heal so electromagnetic frequencies is pretty cool no it's after the woman part i think you need to put it oh well the same thing heals the troubled minds of oh, oh right uses electromagnetic frequencies to heal the troubled minds of citizens of demolished city yes there we go uh okay it's tricky yeah i'd be like that i mean we are seriously coming up with some awesome images though all right, here we go. Attempt number one, generate. I need some rainbow colors. I hope they give me lots of colors in my... Hopefully I'm dark as possible. 
Huh? Uh, there ain't nobody. Ain't no people around. Yeah, there's no people. And there's no healing looking like it looks just demolished. <laughs> Definitely not the bottom right one. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe we okay. instead of saying you know in uh, the troubled minds of uh, I like the halo aspect of that one. We get that young in here. Also, put um, maybe uh, radiate rainbows. Yeah, colorful frequencies. There you go, colorful frequencies. Colorful yeah. electromagnetic frequencies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Radiates colorful. Say... It, AI doesn't know what electromagnetic frequencies look like, so let's say radiates colorful uh, electric waves. Yeah, of music. Elect colorful sound waves. There we go. Yeah, colorful sound waves. It's gonna know what sound waves are. Are colorful sound waves to heal? It's gonna know, let, let's say since there's no people. I think you should put something with heart in it. I need I need hearts up in there. I like hearts and butterflies around me in all my pictures. A young ebony tone quadriplegic woman radiates colorful sound waves. Surrounded by hearts and butterflies. Yes, that's definitely good. Although I don't know if it's going to throw some heart organs in there, so let's just say what butterflies and hearts. See what it says. Does it's got to have some hearts and butterflies? All right, all right, all right. Surrounded by cute hearts and butterflies, radiates colorful sound waves to heal um, people around. People around demo um, traumatized by demolished city. Yeah. To heal families, families traumatized. I'm not sure it's going to know what scared. Oh, okay, let's say traumatized. Yeah, traumatized family. Traumatized family. I think if you put in a demolished city, it's always going to make the city look demolished. And if I'm a healer of all things, my city can't be demolished. It's got to be in the process of getting healed. Right, right. Okay, Take so let's make it the that focus. I just leave it at families. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. You have to put cute hearts. Yeah, <laughs> I had to put cute hearts because I because I don't want it to give us organs. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's so funny. If it will give us organs. Yeah, next to you, don't have a pumpy. Oh, yeah. Oh, number one's cool. This, this. Yeah, I like I number think, one. I think I like the first one, too. I wish um my shirt was the hearts one on the bottom, but, yeah, I like the first one. I wish I had that shirt on that picture. Oh, that thinks you're, are you listening to headphones in everyone? No, those are hoop earrings, it looks like. No, that's not the one I want. I want the one in the wheelchair over there. This one. I wish I had that shirt. The top left? Yeah. yeah, top left. But I wish I had that shirt and the heart shirt with the butterflies in the background. That was pretty cool. Butterflies always stand for new beginnings. So, Oh, that is the perfect picture. That's beautiful. That is really nice. Cool. nice. All right. And, and we then already, we already got mine. So, you ready for mine? As far as this, I'm just answering the question. Yeah, go for it. All right. So, my superhero name would be Boombox because I do music. Um, I am a record artist, um, and my ability, similarly, like with uh, Sandy when she spoke about frequencies, um, music is a unifying um, medium, and so with the power of my words through all tech, anything that can produce like audio files, um, as far as like through any speaker, a smart device, any any form of like audio medium you know, that can, um, I can speak words through and it helps to unify um, people. So I have like a bit of a unification uh, power through music. And that's how I would rebuild society by making songs that promote um, being on one accord 
So when it comes down to us needing to repair the buildings and we need to fix things, there is no bickering and what have you. Like when you go into those meetings and what have you, you know, you play music to serenade, I kind of can serenade people uh, with the lyrics of my songs. So that's how I would help to rebuild um, society. But you guys came up with some pretty good descriptive um, renditions of your, of your shelf. And I like everyone's, uh, you know, names too, especially um, that tenacious remedy. Like this seems like an oxymoron, right? Um, but but it, it's it's almost like a powerful type of love, and and you know, I just think everybody's um, choices are, are are pretty cool. Uh, so just to wrap it up, um, question three. Uh, so being a part of Morning Walking's adaptable community means that you've encountered other heroes such as yourself. Often we don't get to be in the positions we find ourselves in without some help. Similarly, superheroes are sometimes accompanied by a sidekick. So who has put on their cape and played this role in your life and in your best superhero voice, what would you tell someone who is newly injured about becoming adaptable? And uh, Sandy, I'll let you take that one uh, real quick. Oh, that's a lot of... So what would I tell a newly superhero or... Well, before you get to that, like who has been like an influence or helped you thus far in your spinal cord injury, kind of like a sidekick, who would you say um, has played a major role in your life? My son, he motivates me in every kind of way. He pushes me and he makes me feel useful and valuable as a mother. It pushes me to know that, you know, somebody's dependent on me, regardless of my physical capabilities or not. He's still looking for a word of guidance whether it be you know encouraging him to do better for himself and sharing my own adversities that I've had to face having the ability to share my my life with him regardless of being able to be the super mom or being able to do all the athletic things that I used to do I'm still able to be a, a loud and clear voice which matters for him it may not matter for anybody else but my sidekick would be my son because he he he, he makes me a better person every single time I find myself having to learn to do, you know, to learn to be a better human. Pretty cool. And in in your best superhero voice, what would be like a something quick you would tell somebody newly injured about becoming adaptable? Hey, Corey, does this double as the uh, the catchphrase, your superhero catchphrase? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically. Ooh, I can't come up with that at the top of my head. Being that I'm tenacious remedy, I'd be like, um, I'd probably be like, um the healing starts within oh no but you got to put some character into that all right all right all right um you know that's something mellow i'm on a very important call that's my son you guys sorry um getting ready to help you uh save the world right he's helping me already um, <laughs> um the healing starts within like you know you the song hero what's the song how the hero song go a little bit oh uh, yeah like the strength to carry on yeah, the hero yeah. starts with you, mm-hmm. within you, or something like that. I, let me see. How would I say? Sometimes the only hero you need is you. The healing starts within. Oh, I like that. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, Harley, how about yourself? Okay, this is going to sound kind of cheesy, but this is what I've actually told people. Welcome to the wheel world. She's so corny. I'm sorry. That was good. Here, knowledge is endless. That's cool. All right, so let's see what what cheesy uh, catchphrase I can come up with. 
for the timekeeper, uh, something that I've always thought is like, you're not, you don't become a different person after your injury, right? You, you have the opportunity to become a better person. So um, I'm going to say when time, and also the sense of like the world moving past you, like I really experienced that when I had my injury, all my friends were going on to college, were going on to school. You know, I, I just felt like stuck in time and the world was moving past me. Um, so I'm going to say, you know, when time, when time seems, when, when time breaks. I think you should use frozen somewhere. When time freezes or when time is frozen. Uh, when time stands still. No, that sounds too romantic. <laughs> no, not what that is going to say after. When you, when you feel frozen. In time, time can never change. Who you are. Who you are. Only you can change time. Yeah, only you can. But you spelled it wrong. I know. Uh, time can never change who you are. Only you can change time and what happens next. Yeah. And what I'm going to, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I like that. It's up to, it's up for interpretation. Because yeah. the first thing you want to say is, how can you change time? And who has played like a major role in your life as well, John? Oh, right. <laughs> um, all the people who've been amazingly patient with my inability to <laughs> stay on top of things. Uh, my parents, my mom, my wife, uh, my brothers, my friends, um, people who just seem to be endlessly flexible mm-hmm. and who've, who've believed in my attempts again and again to you know, try to accomplish accomplish my goals um, and who, yeah, you know, it, it, it takes All of those people can't be your sidekicks. You only get one, I think. <laughs> okay, obviously, it's my wife. <laughs> uh, okay, they say uh, that. So, you know, yeah, okay, it's my, cute, yeah. it's my wife. It's my wife. She's always on time. Mm. All right, there we go. Cool. Um, so it definitely is my wife. Um, she's amazing, um, though she downplays her uh, her role in all that she does to keep uh, our household running, functioning, Um She's just invaluable. She's like, she's just, I, I can't put words to describe how great. Speechless, uh, priceless, all those wonderful things. She is. She's, she's all of that. And um, you could just copy and paste directly from the document because uh, I already uh, wrote mine out while y'all was talking. Uh, through music, each note acts as the sutures that mends the wounds of society. Uh-oh. Now we have a real poet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mention my uh, sidekick. Um, oh, yes. My, my daughter was always my sidekick. I mean, she's been, she's traveled, as a quadriplegic, I mean, she, she's traveled half the United States with me. She's been homeless with me. She's done pretty much everything with me up until pretty much I met my husband that I have now. And now he's my sidekick because he loves to push my buttons. He loves to push my boundaries and push my push me just past the zone of my comfort. You know, just wow. he he's always encouraging me and supporting me on whatever crazy endeavor I want to do. Growing, that's growing. Oh yeah, he's uh, we've known each other for fourteen years. We've been mm-hmm. together for nine, and it's he acts so much like my childhood best friend, who I call my brother, and it's amazing. He is beyond describable i mean he's doing things behind my back so like if i'm in the middle of an event or something while i'm talking to the people he's out passing brochures around talking about people hey you should go over and see her and talk to her and do this it's 
he he's beyond amazing. It's nice to have somebody that champions for you, no matter if it's your spouse, if it's your child, if it's, you know, a sibling. Yes, um, and for a theme song, mm. it's uh, This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. Nice. This is bruised. This is battered. This is me. I love it. Love it all. All right, now we're going to have to make a music video with all these things. So She's we got having, an outtrack. Got Thank you. We got a, we all got right, great. Corey, Corey, you're going to have to lay a track for this. Okay. Um, right. I, absolutely. I, I, I need an original. Uh, we need a theme song for the adaptables. Okay. Introducing the first four. Hey, oh, yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah, it's a Christmas project. <laughs> All right. But um, but yeah, guys, you know, we're out of time. Uh now, unfortunately, uh John did not stop time uh early enough. Right. To freeze everything. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, now this has been a wonderful discussion, and I hope that everybody who tunes into this, especially um the younger uh group of adaptables that are going to come in and are happening every day and younger. I don't mean just in as, as far as age, I mean, you know, in the, you know, you can be a, a baby in your SEI journey, right? If you're in year one, year two, year three, there's a bit of adolescence there and there are going to be things that they don't know, they don't understand um, and that they have to mature in their uh, walk in their spinal cord injury um, journey. So, you know, I want those, of them to look at us and realize, you know, as we have become injured and we've gone along and we're, you know, in our double digits, as far as the amount of time that has passed by that we had to learn to adapt and we had to learn to overcome all types of adversity. And we still overcome adversity every single day. You know, our, our biggest villain, if you will, um, is an ever changing, society that is learning to uh, adapt to us and be more inclusive of our group of people. And the only way we're going to help change this world is by showing them, you know what, you can rise up from the ashes and that we can take a pause in time instead of moving so fast. Let's learn how to slow things down and listen to the people who are different from us. And that when we are trying to heal, we should love fiercely, just like uh, Sandy said, tenacious remedy. You know, one of the things that's missing is how hard we love um, for our fellow man. And to unify all of that, then just all sit back, relax, turn on a good tune or your superhero theme song um, to promote harmonization and unification in a world that is very divided. But guys, thank you so much for your participation in our More Than Walking video podcast discussion. Stay tuned in and join us next month and sign up for the More Than Walking newsletter at morethanwalking.com to learn about the topic we will cover next. Until next time, remain encouraged, stay hopeful, and above all else, be aware. Have a good night, everyone. And adaptable. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>